Welcome to the show. It's the greatest podcaster to ever live and grace this earth. It's your host, Rick H. I'm here with another episode of the Rick H Show, episode number 204. And today I have a special guest, the newest member of the team. Uh, she's been doing this for a minute. You've probably seen on This Is 50 a ton of times. You've seen on Instagram. Uh, we got a little nickname for her in the studio already, but we're not going to tell you that's an insider thing. Justina Love is here, ladies and gentlemen. Justina Love. Yay! I'm so excited. First first and foremost, thank you. You're welcome. Because I'm usually the one doing the interviews. So to be sitting in this seat right now, being so, interviewed, this is big for me. Are you going to kind of like sense, because you've been in my seat a ton of times. Are you going to kind of like, oh, I know where he's going to go with the next I'm going to be real with you. I really hope I don't because then you got to work on your... <clears throat> oh, shit. Damn. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. Yo, since she got kidding. to the studio, she's been shitting on me all day long. So Never, never. We do this. You I mean, and Cabo is... cannot be in the same room ever again while I'm in there. Don't. I need I need like a little backup. Maybe like chicks needs to be in the room with us or millennials, somebody, somebody. They're going to love me. They're not gonna have my back neither, so no. I don't. I don't even know what I'm doing here. <laughs> but let, let's introduce you to the audience. Who's Justina Love? How'd you get into this business? Because you've been in it for a while. So let, let's give you your flowers. Let's introduce yourself properly. Uh, from Brooklyn, right? Yes. So Brooklyn's own Justina Love. I've been in the game. I would say since 2008. Wow. And that was starting off with DTF Radio. Shouts to my family at DTF oh, Radio so and what it was all yeah. about then and what it still is now. Yeah. Um, it's been a beautiful journey, I would say. The reason I got into it was mm -hmm. because my uncle was one of the masterminds behind, um, shout to Abner, AR. He's one of um, the ones that actually was in the crib starting off with the internet radio stuff. Okay, that's what podcasting is, internet yes. radio, basically, yeah. So, um, started off with that. He was like, as a little girl, you always sang, you always, mm -hmm. you know, we're putting on shows for your stuffed animals, Wait, for the family. You're going to sing, too? Yo, Cabo, we, we got... Can I, we sign the music career, too? I don't know, I uh, think. Maybe a one hit. I could get a one hit out there. Anyway, that's, I, that's, that's a topic. I, I'm going to bring that back at the end of this episode, okay. but go ahead. <laughs> so, he was just like... Just get behind the mic. Mm. Let's see what you got. Then they gave me a Justina Love's Top 10 Countdown. I Sidebar, I love music. Okay. Shout out to my father who raised me. I lost my mom at a young age. Dad raised me, and we were like brother and sister. Think mm. about it. He was 18 when he had me. Right? Late 80s. I get it. Middle of the 80s. Yo. Similar and, story. Raised by my mom. 15 oh years older. God. Late 80s. Very similar. Go ahead. I mean, we know the era of music, right? We've mm -hmm. seen it. We've seen how it's morphed into what it is now. And I love all, all forms of music, even what it is now, even the boom bap we're listening to now, right? Mm -hmm. But I was there. I was there with my father at the beach concerts. I was there, you know, like that mm -hmm. was my upbringing. So to do a top 10 countdown was a no-brainer for me. Okay. And DTF was all hip-hop. So being little Latina that I am, shout out to my Boricuas out there, but shout out to my Latinos. Mm -hmm. I um I had my Manic Mondays, I had Wacky Wednesdays, so every day, and I would say this, I was doing the labeling of the days before we did the hashtags. Okay. Before we were doing... Before there was a Taco Tuesday. That... Yes, before... No, there's always been a Taco Tuesday. Come on, Rick, you're going to just blow... <laughs> we didn't make... First of all, hold on a second. 
Latinos didn't make that shit up. We eat tacos every day, no matter what fucking day it is. It don't matter what day it is. It was a marketing thing that these white people wanted. All right, cool. We eat tacos on Tuesdays then. I mean, you know, like puppy day and sibling day. Puppy day. Oh, no. We got all sorts of days now. It used to be secretary day. Now it's administrative assistant day. It's everything Hot dog day. (laughs) Donut day. This is what I'm I saying. know all the food joints. You ask me all the food. <laughs> so before yeah. that even was a thing, mm. I was labeling the days and going with that and sticking to that. And people were listening to DTF radio for like, on Wednesdays I was playing, oh my God, with one of the songs that, well, to start, I said the lat- shout out to my Latinos because I was playing Spanish. Please don't tell me you played uh, Elvis Crespo Suavemente. I didn't. But that would have been a good one. You telling me that when it plays at a party, you don't dance? I just, at this point in time, I feel like throwing up <laughs> in my mouth. That and Gasolina have, like, been just put to the basement for me. Out. I need, like, six years not hearing any of them records. And then when I hear it at a party, oh, this used to be my joint. I just, it's just, that's what, like, DJs go to. Did you carve into interviews while you were doing the top so 10? I did. Or how'd you get I into did. that? that First, well? it was all top 10 stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And then when I got really good with the mic and I was on everybody else's show mm-hmm. and we're doing a little bit of what we're doing right now, you know, mm-hmm. like that, um, I got into interviewing. And for me, again, music is my heart. So to get behind the music. Mm-hmm. Don't want to sound cheesy, but to get behind it, to get behind what creates it, to get behind those creative minds. And I feel like everybody on a different level, because, you know, we all say, right, because in this room right now, mm. there's a few of us that do interviews. Mm. But I feel like if I sit here, talk, we're talking about Elvis Crepo. If you mm. sit with Elvis Crepo today, it's not going to be the same interview I'm going to have when I sit with Elvis Crepo. It's just, just the way you don't have the same conversation with just anybody. I just feel like we, they, we all serve a purpose. You're 100% correct. I feel yeah. like... The gift of interviewing and sitting with people and just getting to know them and hearing stories and connecting with them. Because yeah. I feel like we connect through the music, right? And the interviews, too, because of the stories. Exactly yeah. what made them create those songs. Mm. And these interviews is what takes us there. So it's always been like... I got a question that you just... Because you fed me something. Okay. Artists, dead or alive, who would you want to interview and what would be... What song would you think you want to know? Like, Oof. like if it's if it's big, who shots ya? Who shot ya? Or any dead or alive? Any artist, artist and song, and you will want to know what was the creative process behind it. Aaliyah. Aaliyah, which one? And for me, it was that crossover for her. For me, it was going, getting into Rock the Boat and recording mm-hmm. Queen of the Dam, and oh, the two worlds that, that she was, was living. Fire. <laughs> Queen of the Damn soundtrack. I mean, that was somebody, and I would say too, even like a Selena, because that too was that her finally being able to mm-hmm. sing what she knew it was English music. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But she did what she did for her culture, and she had to get accepted co- in all culture yes. first, and then to have to die in that process. So. I would love to have paused time when she was just dropped dreaming with you to what was mm-hmm. it? Dreaming Dreaming of you, yeah. Dreaming yeah. of you. Yeah. And to see how that felt and where she was at and the process behind that and to finally be able to give 
all she want, been wanting to give since she was a little girl. So give me one that you've actually done that has been your favorite story so far. Oh, my goodness. Oof. It's so crazy because I'm going to be real, Rick. I'm one that... Don't give me the generic answer that when people ask, what's your favorite episode of person you interviewed? Oh I love God. them all. They're all like I my love children. Them all. They're all my babies. But you know, in the well, back of your mind, you're like, yo, that one time I did this episode, it was fire because I, I like I got this nugget out of it. Because I could say, I've sat with Cypress Hills. Yeah. At the same time, I sat with 50 Cent. Yeah. No, but w- which one? And Cypress Hills for me was a moment in time that mm. I was like living it for my father. Mm-hmm. So to me, it was like, I remember what it felt like. I remember. And then for 50 Cent, I would say the 50 Cent interview. Yeah. Which record did he surprise you? 50 is an incredibly smart man. His process. The thing with 50 is, the thing with the album, Get Rich or Die Trying, Mm -hmm. I remember feeling so... Gangster. <laughs> I remember, <laughs> like, I swore, I swore, like, you know, there was many men. He was from Southside Jamaica, Queens. Yeah. So to see where he's at now and to sit and to mm. ask him questions about that creative process, but to see where the process it, that it evolved into has, now. I mean, <clears throat> yeah. So, they. But again, I will give that generic answer because they're all so special. Nah, we cut. That special shit we cut. Nah, I want no generic answers. Cut that. So let me ask you: You're part of media, and and you have just like me, you have a crazy love for radio. If I said Jacina, you can only do one of the two. Which one would be the one that you gravitate to? Radio. 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 Oof. There's nothing like the voice in New York. There's nothing like being a voice. Mm-hmm. And I mean that on all levels. Um, sidebars, all I do here, which I don't feel like I should be mixing, and but I'm a teacher. Mm-hmm. And that's, for me, it's the voice. I wake up to be a voice every day. Mm-hmm. I wake up to motivate. I wake up to teach. I wake up to, so being that, being able to just turn something on and knowing the voice without seeing the face, I feel like that's so powerful. And then sometimes, like, I love radio because there's some amazing voices and cadence when people talk. And you've got this picture in your head. And then you see the photo of the person. You're like, this don't look like what it sounds like. So check it. The freedom behind that Mm. not being judged. Mm -hmm. That you could just go behind the mic and say whatever you want and look at what you want. Maybe I should be doing radio. Maleni said, not the most attractive guy in the world. Maybe I should be doing radio. My voice is pretty good. But now the pull-up is going to be a podcast. Mm -hmm. So you're going to kind of live both ends of the spectrum. So talk to me about the pull-up, how that came about, what can we expect of the show now that it's going to be produced here and everything. So the Mm pull-up. Now, I know... Shouts to those who have used the term. We all use a term. Mm-hmm. I am from the hood, and we pull up. <laughs> I also feel like it's one of my dopest traits. In my family, I'm one that I show up. I pull up. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you're pulling up. I'm pulling up. So to say, 
I have family who shouts to Lavish Lift, who owns Sprinter Company. And they were like, yo, Jay, you're doing interviews. Mm -hmm. What about we take this to the Sprinter and we, and I'm like, and we pull up. Mm -hmm. Like literally, we pull up to artists. Now, my thing behind pulling up to artists too is getting that feel, going to where they're from. And I'm not just trying to pull up in a sprinter. We taking this to, to different heights, if you get me. Okay. We're pulling up. So just the idea of going to where an artist is from and feeling that vibe. I mean, shouts to Commodore when I interviewed Commodore and we're in the middle of the of his hood in the park. And he's Spanish it's a Harlem, Harlem thing, baby. <laughs> it's a Harlem thing, baby. And he's talking about reminiscing on hearing his mother scream for him. At certain times of the day and just that nostalgia and what that brought back for me growing up and that. So just those moments, I feel like those are pieces of interviews mm. we don't always get in a sit down like this. Mm. Sorry, Rick. Um, we <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Joined the network a month ago taking crazy shots. First I'm millennial, kidding, now I'm you. Kidding. You guys have to see him off camera though, right? You have to see him off camera. <laughs> <clears throat> so, yes, that's what it's about for me. And what better way to get to, like, we want to know the stories. You want, what better stories are you going to get when you're in their, their like, environment? You're in yeah. their environment. You're yeah. on their This is my living vibe. room. <laughs> yes. So, you're in my environment right now. It's my living room. Me and Kaba live here. We're roommates. Wow. Yeah. You pushed it. This is, this is we're roommates. <laughs> roommates or roommates? Roommates. That's roommates. a cute term, though. Is it not? Roommates? Roommates? You never heard of that? Yeah. Well, that, does that mean we're in the same womb? Yeah, that's nah. so cute. We might be brothers. I don't even I don't know. know. I went off on tangents there. Sorry. <laughs> I think it's a perp when you pulled up on Ken, right? You pulled up on his hood, and he hit the whole thing with my favorite when he does live with my pops. It's my oh, favorite thing. God. And every time he does it, he always does it with a spin or a twist. That, and he did that. In the, in the episode with Ken. And I know that you loved it because immediately when you're in the Sprinter van, you you, you uh, went to it. So I'm guessing that's the type of environment you want to create when you pull up on people. Yes. You want to get... Because he gave the story of it, living in, living with my pops too. And again, for me, my name is Justina Love and it's mm. on my birth certificate. It's not like an Instagram wait, 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 thing. Wait. For real? Yeah, my real name is Justina Love. Okay. My mom was a graffiti artist too back in the days. Well, clearly. Um, Justina Love. And she used to tag up D-Love, D-Love. So around that same time, she had me, and she named me Justina Love. So, Damn. so we going to put that script. birth certificate on IG. Yes. <laughs> it's on all my IDs. Yeah. <laughs> I've posted it before. I've actually put my um, passport. You're going to repost that shit. <laughs> so what are your expectations now? I mean, it's going to be, you know, we can expect maybe an episode a week, every week, right? For this run that you we're about to go on. You pressing me right now? Wait, yeah. What, what, are what are you? What are your? I would love to. I would love to know. I want you to put it out there in the universe. What are your expectations at this point? When you know, is about to go into pre-production and production. Well, we're gonna be pulling up. Mm -hmm. We're gonna take over NYC. Okay. And I mean, I don't mean just every music borough, artists, even Staten Island, even Staten Island. Hello, oh Yonkers. Don't, don't disrespect Staten Island. I just especially you, for hip hop. What? It's Wu forever, baby. It's Wu Tang, yeah. <laughs> but then give me somebody else from Staten Island. Why are you gonna do that? 
<laughs> Yo, there don't come others. at me. Right there now. is others though. But why you don't do that? Most of the Jersey Shore people. That's it. And Pete Davidson. That's it. That's what they got. It's okay. I'm sorry. I just I feel bad sometimes standing out. It's all, it's all right. It's all right. So once we do the pull-up show, VMAs just passed. And I was watching it this year, and I was like, Jacina's going to be red carpet interviews maybe next year. That's definitely that's, the expectations. Yep. That's my expectations for you. I feel like I've been a little sleeped on, but I do feel it's been... I've had my hands on a lot. Mm -hmm. I also do a lot of charity work. I'm excited I about that. I profit organization. Yep. Um, where I do prom work, where we give we give away free dresses, makeup, hair for women, for girls, for young women. I mean, that's gonna God bless you. Bendición, mijo. <laughs> que Dios te dé más vida. That's how true it Salud is. Salud y amor. That's how true it is. What I'm saying. Te quiero mucho. So um, <laughs> this year we're also gonna expand that to the mm -hmm. young gentlemen. I mean, we, I'm a mix. Of it all, so I feel like it took time. It took time. I'm not as you know when they say you got to take one thing and focus on it. Yeah, I guess they were right. Oh, take one thing and focus on it, and then you could work on everything else. So I've taken ten things and mm -hmm. I focused on all of them. So now you know. Now I fell into the right hands. But timing is key too. I'm a very faithful person, and timing is key. This all happened organically, by the it way. It really did. Um, and when you mentioned the nonprofit, like that's my background, that's where I come from, and I was like, "Oh, what? okay, I we could it. do some I can't some wait. other events too." I can't wait. Yeah, I did. I think six, seven years in the nonprofit sector. I've done a ton of events. You know, I've closed down streets in New York City to do play streets with PAL. You know, we've done hunger runs, midnight hunger runs. Oh where God, I cannot wait, Rick. I'm going to be there for all of together. that. We all got together. We legit went through New York City giving uh, PB&J sandwiches, hot soup, hot chocolate, water to the homeless. Um, done a lot. And then you mentioned it, and it just took me all the way to when I was doing no, that. No, for me, that's yeah. that type of groundwork, though, is what <clears throat> I am truly building a platform for. Mm -hmm. As I said before, I was somebody that lost my mother at a young age, and the community raised me. My father, it was my father, my grandparents. Yeah, I have a huge family who's really known in the hood too, but it was the community that raised me. It was the salsa classes. It was the baton twirlers. It was Henry C. Settlement. Baton twirlers? Was, oh, Henry C. Settlement. Yes. That's I an LES. Yes, I, I'm telling you. So okay. I did a lot, and it was those programs. It was those things that mm -hmm. kept me out the streets and kept me inspired, motivated. So just seeing And even love, here today. School of Media for aspiring children in the neighborhood that want to be I just oh just hit me Oh my god that's my dream a too. foundation where you're going to have a building with different rooms where the kids would come they do their homework for an hour um they get some tutoring and then they learn and get experience in things like this cuz like if I was doing this when I was in high school I would have really kept pushing cuz when I went into college immediately I got my classes. I went straight to the radio station. And I was like, yeah, I need to be a part of the radio station. Mm -hmm. But they didn't have this like during high school in those key years that you need. So true. So there it goes. Damn, I'm, I'm all about really the visions that. right now. I'm, I'm seeing have to it. I'm cut the check. 
I'm seeing it. No, no, no. It's all good. It's all good. I just, you know, it's all good. I'll hold your back. Don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) So, V Amazing, we're talking about being Latino, right? Yeah. Uh, The first Latin artist to actually do their songs in Spanish, Bad Bunny, uh, J Bobbing. This was like three or four years ago. Bad Bunny, J Bobbing, Rosalia, Rosalina, and. uh, Rosalia. Rosalia, Rosalia, sorry. And uh, Osuna. Okay. Fast forward to this past VMAs. We got two Latina women winning, Carol G and Shakira. Yes, killed it. And then we have Ice Spice winning in a category that has nothing to do with being Latino. And I really love seeing her win that too, like seeing her cry, and it just felt like a moment. I was a little disappointed with Nicki Minaj, though. Can we talk about the VMAs a little bit? Let's do that. Talk about it. I feel like Ice Spice resurrected Mick, Nicki Minaj's career from the grave. Well, and I didn't see from the grave because Cardi put an end to that shit. Mm. I'll take all the smoke anybody wants. So, give me a song. Seeing Green was the only song she dropped no, that no, was no, fire no. Okay, in the wait, last. Wait, wait, wait. It's not about. It's for me. Okay. The narrative that you just gave, right? Because this is the narrative you just yeah. gave. For me, it was the lack of support, Nikki, for me looking into the hip-hop industry, mm-hmm. being a piece of it. It was the lack of support Nikki was giving majority of female artists, especially when Cardi dropped and dropping such a groundbreaking album. Mm-hmm. And Nikki not playing into that, not that she's shut, because, come on, guys, we cannot. Nikki's a legend. <laughs> we cannot. She's part of probably one of the greatest labels of all time. Nikki, Drake, and Little Wayne, but a very beautiful piece of hip hop. She did, and I give her her flowers. But there came a point where it fell Why? off. Why? Because how could a super, like how could a megastar fall off like that? Now we're talking. What's that Migos cannot. song that they was both on that they recorded separately? Mm-hmm. That was where it began. That's, I think that was the end of, the beginning of the end for her. But again, why? Because of the lack of support, because of that. So everybody's watching now, like, even a woman like me watching, and I'm Nikki, like, why are you doing that? Can I, can I tell you Nikki's raps? You don't have raps? to do that. You don't have to be so extra. You don't, because then she started getting extra. Then, you know, now, now my narrative is going to come in. But I would say, to be fair, it wasn't so much of, it was how she handled that at the time. That right now, all her raps were right now. I sunned y'all. I created y'all. I'm the greatest of all time, and and, and she kept the, and that was it. And then Cardi okay, came out. Okay, majority of men. That's what men rap hits, about. Hits, I sun y'all. I fuck your girl. I, I could curse. I curse. Yeah, you could curse. So no, no, mm. no. Even I just feel like the arrogance. Rub people the wrong way. Okay, now and we get now, now we're getting. I get that. Okay, but her career was she was not. She could she dropped like four or five albums. They didn't do nothing. Then she does a record with Ice Spice, who's on the come up, and everybody's like, "Oh, that now back to that what record I was with Nicki is fire." Now back to what then I was saying. The Barbie song, which is Ice's song, Nicki jumps on it, and now it's promoted as Nicki's record, and then in the VMAs. 
instead of performing a record that brought you back, you performed some trash record. Sorry. And you didn't show <laughs> the girl no love. The whole show showed her no love. No love. Not, not one mention like, yo, shout out to Ice. Because Ice Spice loves Nicki Minaj. She grew up on her. Mm -hmm. She idolized her. Mm -hmm. I know yes. that for the fact that her working with her right now, she's like, yo, I, I didn't picture this. Yeah. And Nikki's nasty as a rapper. I give her flowers all the time. But I think that where she is now, Ice made her relevant again and made people want to hear again. But she went back to the arrogant shit immediately with this performance. So now back to what I was saying, she took this opportunity not mm -hmm. to be, not to do what she did when Cardi came out. Mm -hmm. To me, this is how it looks. So I'm going to... guess. Y'all saying I don't, I don't fuck with women? Yep. What? Ice Spice, right under my wing. Perfect timing. Let's change this narrative. Let's flip this. But she, she didn't change she, it. But she is who she is. She didn't change it. With but that performance? she is who she is. I don't know. And it takes us back to why that died out then. I don't feel like it was the music. I feel like it was a time where she, we expected her, looking in, we expected her. To embrace she need new Cardi. management. I mean, to, you know, like to bring freaking women and rap to a... She need new management. Somebody got to be in the studio like, yo, all right, that's cool. I think this is like her, though. I think she's just who... Anyways, great moment for Ice. I, I agree with you. So my question to you right. was, how do you feel right now seeing that? It's kind of like Latinos are getting the shine. Finally. So I wouldn't say finally, but I would say we're at a moment where they're finally seeing our numbers, mm -hmm. right? Where a they're billion, like... First time in the history of billion we've been, grossed. We've been doing numbers like that. There's no... Internationally, talk, but not in the US. Yeah. Inter, yeah. But this is what I'm saying, that Latin America, mm -hmm. you can't... You throw a YouTube on one of our artists and it's the numbers are different from what we're doing over here. Carol G. It's just different. Millions and they've and always been. So to see the to see the light we're in, to see the cross for me, it's this word again comes up crossover. Mm -hmm. For me, it's Bad Bunny being on a track with Travis, mm -hmm. and Bad Bunny singing Spanish, mm -hmm. and Travis is rapping in English. Same thing he did with Drake That's years ago. That's what yeah. it. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> this guy is disrespectful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I feel like it's different now. Or Romeo and Usher. Oh, Mia course, didn't hit? Yes, it did. It did, it did, it did, it did, it did. Oh! But, but wait, but wait, but wait, but wait. But look at this. But look at how that sounds. Mm -hmm. Wasn't it more like hitting? I don't know. I just feel like this was like trap trap. I don't know. I know I know. he's probably going to go back to it, the trap sound. Um, and I think R&B is going to make a major comeback. Oh my God! Well, super big comeback. You haven't heard the Love album? I did, but I, before that, like SZA is on fire right yes. now. Yes, yes. Smoking. But everybody. we need somebody to carry the genre. We got to have somebody carry the genre because SZA been out. Come on, she has. we've had we With have the SZAs, we have the Snow Allegras, we have. There's a few women that have been killing it. Her. Oh, I love her Janae too. Aiko. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. want me to go down my R&B list? 
Yeah, but it wasn't but, the attention wasn't like it's there now. People want something different. And I'm that's saying. the sound that is R and B. I feel like we need somebody just like to carry it. So maybe mm. Diddy's gonna come through. You never know. Yeah. The new bad boy. R and B bad boy. Yeah. I love Diddy, but <laughs> it needs to be somebody else. So um I forgot where I was gonna go because you, you threw Diddy in my head. <laughs> Whoa. All I picture is him We're dancing now with his son <laughs> on a VMA stage. Yo, that was a moment for me, though. Because for me, it I was, was expecting like, Mace. Okay, but that's why it was such a moment because it was like, I know. It's cool. He brought his kids out. Looked, his twins I, were there no, dancing. But he did the identical thing Mace would do from the foot in the camera. To, you, wasn't, you wasn't there. Those moments where the fish eye, the fish eye lens, like mm-hmm. that was the video reenacted. Like I was like, what? So the fact that he lived that with his son, like I don't. That's great know for Mace him, but I need Mace. That there. was. I need murder there. I'm sorry. Mace don't want to be there. He don't want to be there. So if that makes you feel better. But I want Mace there. So, do you love the VMAs though this year? They were cute. I like them. They were nice. They were cute. Okay. But the VMAs always does it for me. MTV always does it for me. What about the Grammys? Like, I feel like, um, oh. <laughs> like oh. Bad Bunny not getting album of the year. And hold they're on, giving hold it on. to We're uh, going to go with the Grammys right now real quick because I, I got something to say about the Grammys. <laughs> but um, to put together with the pull-up, mm-hmm. um, damn, I lost my thought. No, go ahead. Damn. So you, you, the VMAs always does it for you. Okay, so MTV. Because, yeah. I grew up on MTV, and the pull up. I want it to be that. I mm-hmm. want vlog. I want. I want when we were watching Aston Kutcher doing punk. I want. I want to mix wait, wait, all whoa, whoa. these shows. Not him though. In one. <laughs> Why? Your boy getting canceled out here. Oh yeah. So you MTV. You want to bring that MTV feel back? Yes, with I the want pull that. Up I love that. I just. Just the vlogging way of being, reality meets real world, like that's the kind of stuff. Yeah. Favorite. So okay, so back to the Grammys. Yeah. I don't. I don't forget. I don't need no. What's the, wait, what's the kid's name? Boyka, <laughs> Boyka. Uh, you hear what I said? What's this kid's name? Damn. He won instead of Bad Bunny. He won Album of the Year. I don't care. I about was who super. Wins. Harry Styles. Listen. I don't care about who wins. For me, because we get it. We know what it's about. We get it. That's like, you got nominated. For me, as you got nominated, we're in the building. Okay, they acknowledged us. We know where those numbers go. Mm-hmm. We know where the votes go. We we get it. They give you the but don't, best hip-hop collab. But don't have Bad Bunny open. And you're trying to see more. Oh, he smashed oh, it. He's trying to see more diverse. Mm-hmm. He smashed there's it though. No subtitles. No subtitles. To me, that was such a like that was such a no subtitles. That's so important. Yeah, the Grammys. Nah. I the think... money behind the Grammys. Hmm. I think they if they okay. wanted to do it the right way. They would have gave that man album of the year. If they wanted to do it the right way, they would have had subtitles. So and they would have gave people who were watching it. Their, now it was a Grammy the, years ago instead of two years ago. Oh. So. But we get it. They've been rapping. They know too. 
So which one of these shows we got to put you in to change up this narrative? I need you to produce one of these uh, award shows. I think MTV fits you the best. I think we can make MTV the I next do. Grammys. No, they need to put them I think the they Grammys. Get they really want to be diverse. Let's really I gave up on them old white folks shows. So this is what I'm saying. So that's even the Oscars. Even say, oh, why they didn't we need a. Money, that's what we need. We need a film thing for us, like a real film joint, not the Oscars. So, so are you only interviewing music artists in the pull up or? No, we're doing all types of artists. Okay. From actors, producers, directors, actors, producers, comedians, a little bit of everything. Podcasters, everything. definitely comedians. Producers. Of podcasters. Produce, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sock designers. That. Okay. Only fans. Imagine celebrities. Stands, the person behind stands. That's a good idea, yeah. Who else? And then we could be in socks. Influencers. Like. Oh, I got it. I got it. I got it. You already said it in socks, but I was going to take it to the next level with the <laughs> socks. But you got me. You got me. So, welcome to this group officially. I'm super excited. I'm so, oh my God, such a blessing. And again, I would say timing is key. The way it's all mapped out for me, the way one chapter closed for me, just two weeks before having a meeting here. I mean, nothing's a mistake. A meeting where she also came at me, came at my neck, you and Kaba that day. No, I don't forget these things. Yo, you... You were in a suit that day and then changed into a T-shirt. I had and to. And one in respect. Like, I, that was the first time I was meeting you. You think right? I should have like, stayed in the suit? in the suit. I was like, oh, what happened here? No, nah, I know. Every time I got to do something with that the scene, was, I'm wearing a suit. That shit was just an act. Yo, like, we're doing wow. a show in the beach. I'm coming in a three-piece suit just because <laughs> you asked for that shit. <laughs> you and Cobb in the same room, though. It's not good. I'm excited. It's not working for me. In the same room. I'm it's excited be... to see it, but it doesn't. I can't be in that same room. And I know what he wants to say right now. Yo, you're not gonna be in that room. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but thank you for blessing the pod. I can't wait. Uh, you bring a whole different vibe and energy, um, and I think you mesh well with all of us. So it's just I can't wait for all this stuff to start coming out. Um, yeah, and I appreciate you taking the time. No, I appreciate you, honestly. Follow never, her on the Instagram, on the You don't even let me X on the Twitter. talking. Jesus. Subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming. Nah, Goodbye. Nah. Goodbye. No, no, no. That's it. We got to do your Instagram. We got to do your Twitter. You got to do your YouTube. We got to do everything. Everything's just seen a love. We keep it real simple. Okay. I still need to see that on a birth certificate. Just... If you don't believe me, Rick, they're not going to believe me. I'm going to repost it. You say you reposted it. So, my bad. Just fuck with you. (laughs) Till next time. See you next week. The greatest podcaster alive.